Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. This morning, Aunt Mary Lane and her niece, Peggy Douglas, had driven over to a farm several miles away to visit an old school friend of Peggy's, whose first baby had been born a few days ago. They carried a large basket in the back of the little pickup truck in which they had carefully packed a fried chicken, a bowl of chicken broth, and a freshly baked cake. Their gifts had been received gratefully, and they'd complimented the proud young mother on the baby girl and stopped long enough to have a cup of coffee with her in the warm kitchen of the comfortable old farmhouse. Now, having accomplished this neighborly mission, the two were driving along Kenmore Hill Road on the way back to town. Well, that was a nice little visit. Uh-huh. The baby's awfully cute, isn't she? <laughs> that bright red hair. Just like her dad. Yes. I wonder if she'll have freckles. Oh, it's very likely. People with her coloring usually do. Well, anyway, she's darling. <laughs> Dorothy was certainly proud, wasn't she? She has a right to be. Yes, she has. Red's such a nice boy. And he's crazy about Dorothy. Always has been, ever since they were kids. Yes. I can remember how they used to go past the farm on their way home from school. Talking of blue streak. Yeah. They never seemed to know anyone else was around when they were together. <laughs> we used to kid them about it, but they didn't care. Well, it does my heart good to see young people like that who really love each other, happily married, raising a family. Yes, they're lucky. I think they know it, too. Well, everybody can't get a break like that. Some people just have to take what comes, not expect too much. Not expect too much? Or not expect it too soon? People have to learn to be patient. Patient? Oh, Aunt Mary. Oh, I know, dear. I know that it isn't easy. When you're young, you want things to happen in a hurry, all at once. Well, at least you want to feel that something's going to come out right eventually. Well, of course you do, dear. But you see, that's why you have to be patient. Give things time to work out the right way. But how can you be sure they will, Aunt Mary? Well, perhaps you can't be sure, Peggy. That would be asking a great deal. But you can be true to yourself. Be true to what you know in your heart is right. Then if you do that, nine chances out of ten, you'll be on the right track. Maybe. But sometimes it's awfully hard to know what is right. Oh, look, Aunt Mary, there's a place Nicholas talked about buying. Where? Over on the right. Oh, I can't look and drive both. <laughs> oh, yes, I, I know this place very well. Nice view of the house from here. Mm-hmm. I remember when it was built. That was in, um, well, let's see now, Randy must have been about 14. He was so curious and interested. He hung around for weeks getting in the way of the carpenters. They finally gave him some lumber just to get rid of him. <laughs> I remember. He made them bookshelves for his room. Oh, so he did. It's a darling place. <laughs> yes. Nicholas and I came over several times, sort of planned what we'd do, if we had it. Nicholas even got in touch with the owners. Yes, sir. Uh, he told me about it. He found out that David Bowman's bank holds a mortgage on the place. And David promised to give him first option if he decided to buy it. I, um, I don't suppose he's done much about it since then, has he? Nicholas? Well, no. He sort of let the matter drop for the time being. Well, it's probably just as well. Especially since he knows he could buy it, if he decided to. I suppose so. Peggy, you do see that it's a good idea, don't you? You mean... Nick's wanting to postpone our marriage? 
Yes. Well, Aunt Mary, naturally, if that's what Nicholas wants to do. But I mean, from your own standpoint as well. I'm not so sure about that. Of course, I know Nick's motive was a good one. At least he meant to be honorable, all that sort of thing. He certainly did. I have a lot of respect for him because of it, too. And yet, well, sometimes I don't think I understand what his real reason was. I think there must be something he hasn't told me. Well, uh, when you talked it over, didn't he explain why? Oh, yes. He talked a lot about Bill, Bill and Kit. He kept saying it would be better for us to wait until Bill's affairs were straightened out. Well, dear, you know how I feel about it. I think it's very wise. The longer I know Nicholas, the more I realize he's a very generous, unselfish young man. Besides being a very intelligent one. Yes, I know he is. I... Well, that's what made me decide to marry him in the first place. And now, I'm all up in the air again. When I first knew Nicholas, I'll admit I had different ideas about... about love and marriage and everything. But we talked it all over so many times that... Well, finally, I began to see things his way. Believe marriage should be more on a friendship basis. Perhaps, Peggy... Perhaps Nicholas has decided that his ideas then weren't the right ones for real happiness. But he was so positive, so convincing. Peggy, dear, people change, grow up emotionally as well as otherwise. I have an idea that's what's happened to Nicholas. Well, don't you think Nicholas believes in his ideas anymore? Perhaps. One can't be sure. But since he wants to postpone the marriage, maybe he's found that he couldn't live up to his end of the bargain. Be impersonal about it. Aunt Mary, are you trying to tell me that, that Nicholas is in love with me? Or thinks he is? Well, my dear, thinking back, haven't you noticed a change in Nicholas yourself? Yes. I've noticed that he wasn't acting quite the same, but still... I just can't believe that Nicholas, after all the things he said. Well, dear, it's not for me to say whether Nicholas is or isn't in love with you. But you can be sure he had a very good reason for wanting to postpone the marriage. A reason which had to do with your own happiness in the long run. Well, you might be right, Aunt Mary. Of course, I know his reason was a good one. But I do wish it hadn't turned out this way. I... I did so want to get everything settled, over and done with. Yes, dear. But you don't get things settled just by rushing into something in order to run away from something else. But, Aunt Mary, if Nicholas hadn't changed, I'm sure I could have been happy. In a sort of way. In a sort of way, Peggy? What kind of happiness is that? Especially in a marriage. Marriage should be a full complete happiness with no ifs about it. I think Nicholas came to realize that. That's why he wouldn't let you or himself accept a compromise. But Aunt Mary, Nicholas has always known just how I feel about him. I haven't changed. No, 
Perhaps you haven't. But, dear, since Nicholas feels the way he does, it should occur to you that he may have changed. But I just can't believe it. Peggy, dear, let me ask you this one question. Suppose that Nicholas had changed, had discovered that he'd fallen in love with you very deeply. How would you feel then? Well, I, I hardly know what to say. That, well, of course, it would make a lot of difference. Yes. I'm glad you see that. I wouldn't want to hurt Nicholas for anything. And a one-sided relationship. It, well, it just wouldn't be fair to him. It certainly wouldn't, dear. If I were sure... I mean, if I really thought that, that Nick's feeling for me had changed that much, I'd, well, I guess I'd have to do more than just agree to postpone the wedding. I'd have to call it off completely. Peggy was very much disturbed. For if she couldn't marry Nicholas, then she was no longer protected from her own feelings, no longer secure in the knowledge that she was definitely cut off from any possibility of becoming entangled again with Bill Meade. The young girl's feeling of desperation was still upon her when she and her aunt arrived at David Bowman's bank a few minutes later. And the first person they encountered was Bill, who came toward them, his face alight with eagerness. 